Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a beautiful Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7, home of the black and gold. I'm Wesley Euler. He's Arthur Motes. This is the Steelers Blitz. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair, but it's up to you knuckleheads to figure out the rest. And where you can start is by getting at us on the Twitter.com. We'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. No time for phone lines today. We've got a busy, jam packed show for you. So get those tweets in now. Get them in early so we can make sure that we get to them. First segment here, we're going to talk about Terrell Edmonds, of course, the big Steelers news of the weekend. Uh, little, well, I don't want to call that a Friday news dump because that's not a news dump. That's a big, uh, a big thing. For us to discuss here, Edmonds and reports that him and the Steelers have agreed to a one-year deal. We'll talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about that with our buddy Chris Carter. More draft stuff with Mr. Carter at 1230 as well, too. And then at 1 o'clock, Motsi, live right here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold where nobody covers the Pittsburgh Steelers like we do. Nobody has the access that we do. We'll hear from Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, their annual Uh-oh. pre-draft press conference. The important people are speaking today. Well, yeah, and also Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert. Absolutely. The, me, the, me and you. I mean, <laughs> I said the important. We're the very important people. We know that. Come on now. I feel like that's one of those jokes I need to clarify because like no, 95, 95% of people got it. Like, oh, he's making a joke that, that him and Moats are the important people. And Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert are also speaking. That was a joke? But some people, you know, Motsi, you got to be careful this age we live in. You I know? didn't take that as a joke. I thought that was I don't facts. want somebody. I don't want somebody, you know, tweeting Mike Tomlin and saying, hey, this Wes Euler guy's disrespecting you on Mr. Rooney's radio station. Fair enough. I think people I think, I think, think people know we're, we're, we're jokey jokes by now. One thing that is not a joke, we will hear from Mike Tomlin and Kevin mm. Colbert at 1 o'clock, their annual uh, pre-draft press conference before they head out to Las Vegas and things get started on Thursday evening out there. In Nevada, uh, round one Thursday night, rounds two and three on Friday, and then we finish uh, the 2022 NFL draft. I'm excited! On Saturday, I'm excited. yeah, oh me God. as well too. Arthur Motes, it's it is it's a, it's a fantastic. The way the NFL has made the draft the second biggest day of the year behind the Super Bowl for the league. Yeah, I mean it's it's impressive how big of an event this is, and, mm-hmm. and just the money, the attention, the content, everything. It it's one of the handful of biggest sports days every year in this country and there's no games played i know it's just dudes reading names at a podium that's the beauty of the nfl they have cornered the market in terms of off-season content i don't think any other sport does off-season to the same extent as the nfl no i mean our draft event three days prime time for two of them 
And then on the third day, oh, it just takes the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like literally the whole day. And, and, and people are always tuning in. I mean, it's covered on every single. It's not just ESPN. It's ESPN. It's NFL Network. Shoot, CBS might be covering some of the drafts, as far as I know. But at the end of the day, they do a great job of keeping the needle moving. I mean, it makes our life easy. I tell you that. Yeah. Definitely makes our life easy. No, it absolutely does. It's it's a it's a nice week in that regard. It's a busy week. It's a long week, but it is one that gives us plenty of content, not only this week, but to you know to last us uh, through the summertime. And that's the beauty of the National Football League. That's why it's so massive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is because it never goes away from from the regular season to the combine to the draft to mini camps to training camps. It is a three hundred and sixty five day a year sport. That's why we love it. That's why you love it. And that's why we have our own little 24-7 Stellar's Radio Network right here. Motsi, the big news of the weekend, though, Friday. You know, it feels like this always happens. Mm-hmm. Friday evening, you're winding down. You're thinking, ah, oh, week's over. Got all my work done. Now I can just unplug and chill. And then here comes a big news announcement. Terrell Edmonds. One-year deal to stay with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is being reported by pretty much, you know, every Everyone. every single credible <laughs> outlet. It has not officially been announced by the team yet. We always got to have that caveat, especially in this day and age where we have seen, you know, uh, things that were reported end up falling apart. This is true. I'm not saying that's the case here, but you always, you know, you just you got to make sure you're doing this correctly. Uh, but by all intents and purposes, it appears that the Steelers and Edmonds have agreed on a one-year, $2.5 million extension that'll keep number 34 in the black and gold for a fifth season. Uh, all five of his NFL seasons, of course, former first-round draft pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Motsi, your first reaction when you saw the news, read the news, heard the news on Friday. Um, initially loved the signing. Uh, he was one of those guys that we talked about this all season in the sense of, do you want a Tyron Matthew or somebody in the draft, or do you go with the Terrell Edmonds? And the more and more we looked at it and combed through it, we thought that, hey, based on the guys who are available in the free agency market, he was probably the number two guy behind Tyron Matthew in terms of who we would want brought back. We liked Edmonds over Jabril Peppers, over Keanu Neal, and guys along those lines. But once I saw the money... It made me go from liking it to loving it for the Steelers. I don't love it for Edmonds. Love it for the Steelers because for them, I mean, you're getting a starting safety, approving player for $2.5 million. He's going to be better than any draft pick that you bring out outside of probably Cal Hamilton, but he's going to cost a lot less in terms of what it would cost to move up to get a Cal Hamilton. Um, so, like I said, for $2.5 million, you know he's durable. You know exactly who he is as a player, and he's mm-hmm. a guy that is continuing to grow each and every season. Whatever you criticize on him, he comes back and improves in that avenue the following year, hence the turnover department, hence the pass deflections. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the splash plays that he was criticized for the previous three years, and then we saw this past year how he was able to put together, you know, more productivity in that avenue. But for Edmonds, I don't really like the deal at all. Um I mean, it makes sense to come back to Pittsburgh if you feel, you know, this is where you're going to get the, you know, you got the most complete team, you're most comfortable, you're playing opposite of Mika Fitzpatrick, so you don't have to be the Put star. Put yourself in the best situation. Yeah. I yeah. mean, all of that makes sense on paper. It's just the numbers for me. 2.5, I just, I think that he's worth more than that, and I think that he could have acquired more than that. I know they said that he had two other offers. We don't know the, the details of those offers. I know Juju Smith-Schuster a year ago had a similar situation where he came back for less money because he liked the situation a little bit more than going elsewhere where they would have paid him a little bit more. So, you know, when those details come out, we'll be able to, I guess, better break that element down. But as a whole, I think it's a great move for the Steelers. I think it makes the most sense for Edmonds outside of the money. I think that's a fair assessment. And guess what? 
What's up? Ask and you shall receive. Uh-huh. Five minutes ago, so three minutes after you and I went on air, the Steelers just officially announced there we go. the signing there we go. of Terrell Edmonds. So it is now officially official. There we go. One-year contract, keeping the former number one uh, or first-round draft pick in the black and gold. That, of course, was the first round of the 2018 draft. In 2021, he started all 17 games, 89 tackles, eight tackles for a loss, six passes defended, a sack, a quarterback hurry, and two interceptions. He has started in 60 of 64 games in four years with the Pittsburgh Steelers. 335 tackles, 12 for a loss, five interceptions, three sacks. Micah Fitzpatrick saying uh, just a few moments ago, Terrell is a great player. I love playing with him. I think we are a great one-two punch. The both of us help each other. It allows us to be more instinctual. We take a little bit off of each other's plate. He's a guy I love playing with, and he's awesome in the locker room. He is definitely growing and is going to keep getting better. End quote. So there it is. It is official now. No more need for speculation Mm -hmm. or saying that reports are stating Officially official, the Steelers and Edmonds. And I think you're right, Motes. That's the perfect breakdown. You know, from Edmonds' pure side of things, the number, I'm sure, and the term on the contract only being one year is underwhelming. I think particularly when you look at it from the standpoint of if the Steelers would have signed him to that fifth-year option, it would have been, I believe, six and a half million Correct. would have been the number. Yes, and he, and now he's at two and a half, and that is, you know, that's one of those things. If you are a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you're, you know, that that's good business by the team. That is one of those things. I mean, you and I talk about this a lot when we discuss fifth year options and should they or shouldn't they, and certain things that they do contract wise and. I mean, you you had firsthand experience with it two two different times, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or three? No, two different times. Uh, not three. Three with the Steelers, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Technically, um, they more often than not, I'm not saying that they everything that they do is is a home run. It, it absolutely isn't. No team in the NFL like that. No team in, in sports is like right. that. They've signed guys to bad contracts. They've had draft picks that didn't pan out. But for the most part. You know, when we question some of these things, and I say we as just general media and fans question some of these things, I come back to times like this where it feels like more often than not they get it right because there were a lot of people who were saying, hey, yeah. that number for Edmonds still isn't going to be huge. You know, it's not it's not going to be close to $10 million mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Just keep them to that fifth-year option. It's one less thing you have to worry about. And then there were some people that were, oh, okay, we'll, we'll go a different route now. I think the Steelers the whole time, Felt that they could, okay, we can have Edmonds back. All the things that, that Minka just said, he's a great fit. He knows what we're doing. And we can save some money as well in the process too. Have some more of that money to to work with. Maybe that's part of the reason why they were so active in free agency, spending more money than we usually see them spend. Um, for the Steelers, it makes a lot of sense. For Edmonds, I guess, right, is it now Motsi just – okay, let's go crush it this year. Let's go have the best defense in the NFL. Right. Let's have some more splash plays. Let's be solid against the run, and we'll set our – you know, I'll set myself up to to have this conversation again next summer. I mean, is that is that the mindset? Yeah, I feel like that has to be the mindset when you look at the numbers. Like I said, the, the 2.5, that is definitely one of those low-key to me disrespectful prove-it type deals. Um, but I do think for Edmonds it makes the most sense. I do think he's going to be able to flourish. I think that he is going to be able to – you know, ultimately step up even more so to increase his market. So that way, when he does hit the free agency market again next season, whether, you know, the Steelers want to re-sign him or another team re-signs or uh, pays for his services, he'll just be in a better position, have a lot more leverage. Whereas this is his first go around, and you never know how it's going to be, you know? 
And I just think for him, he I feel like he did everything right this offseason in terms of being patient. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. I personally, I, to me, I'm thinking to myself, man, you wait this long, you either wait for Tyron Matthew to sign or you wait until after the, until draft, after the draft where you're going to have your new leverage again. Whereas right now, I just think that, you know, because it's the first time going around it, it's wait, get, wait, wait, you get you a little get, antsy, you get man. A little antsy. Yeah. yeah, you get a little jumpy. Absolutely, because it, it's different, man, where you're sitting out there on that market and you don't have that job. And you're hearing other teams, you're, you're seeing other players sign for a certain amount of money. You have a number that you think you're worth in your head, and you're processing all of this. You still got your friends and family telling you one thing, your agents telling you something else, the media is saying something totally different, and it's just it's a lot to deal with. And, you know, I'm impressed at the fact that for this to be his first go-around, that he was patient enough to make it this long. Because I know for me, man, I was losing my mind, and it was just two weeks when I signed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just three. Like, it's got to be tough. Yeah, because you're in limbo. I mean, I could be staying here. I could be moving across the country. Yeah, absolutely. Where you just am I don't be know. And then it's year, like, the what, what does years? the money look like? Yep. I mean, you have, like I said, a number in your head. You have a projected number, but then you have what everybody else is getting or what everybody else is telling you. So it's just a, a lot to handle from a mental uh, well, you, element. Because you're probably just waiting. I mean, is this fair to say? I've always wanted this, mm-hmm. actually. I don't think. Yeah, let's talk about it. Four years of doing a show. I don't yeah, know if we've never had this, this conversation. Do most athletes, and I say most by the ones, you know, the the 99% that mm-hmm. aren't on $200 million contracts, Correct. right? Yeah. Do most athletes kind of, I guess there's no better way to say it, look forward to free agency, maybe particularly the first time around? You do, but you don't. You do because you know free agency is where you get your big money at. Sure. Free agency is where exactly. you're able to get out your rookie contract. You're able to, you know, negotiate on your terms, determine where you want to play at and things like that. So you're excited about it. But the other part is, no, you're not because that means that the team that you're with. Mm, that's true. Didn't marry you. The team that you with thought that you were expendable in some element. And that's the bittersweet part. So even when you come back. You still low key feel some type of way. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm You're sure. You still looking at them like, so you mean to tell me we had to go through this whole song and dance? You couldn't have just paid me this ahead of time. You couldn't have given me a little bit more because of what I've already done for you. Like that's that's the gift and the curse of it. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, man, um, I've been fortunate. Like I said, I had a couple of experiences with free agency. Where my first experience was when I left Buffalo, and it was an avalanche of emotion. I mean, you're feeling loyal because it's the only place you've played at. You sure, feel like you can't you. leave. You yeah. drafted. You got ties there on field, off the field. Grew up there. Yeah, but then at the same time, you kind of feel disrespected in the sense of, well, why didn't y'all sign me a year before then? Why wait till now? Right. And now we got to do this negotiation. And then when you're actually leaving, you're like, well, man, I don't know if I should be happy about coming to this new organization or pissed that my old, my old organization right, didn't right, want me. right. You know, and, and that's what you have to deal with and process. But then I think of it, you know, when I was actually able to re-sign here in Pittsburgh and just that feeling of, okay, you go through that roller coaster of they don't want me. I'm out to sign some roles. Oh, they do want me. Okay, now they want to marry me. So it's like you, you – it's just different how each time can have a different impact on you, can have a different, you know – perspective. You know what I mean? Sure, in the sense of like sure. what it looks like to you, numbers and role. Because both of those things are very important. And for Edmonds, I just think that, man, that 2.5 is is dicey because the 2.5 isn't enough to say we're not going to draft a guy. Correct. It isn't enough to say, hey, you're the definitive starter. That's a, hey, man, we like what you've done for us in the past. We don't love it. I say, hey, man, on paper, you're safety one. But, you know, if Carl Joseph, for example, is healthy, 
hey, we might you might have this be an open competition. If Kyle Hamilton, hey, if Kyle falls Hamilton to falls, we might take him. Like that's what the two point five says, and that's why, like I said, for me, I wasn't a fan of it for Edmonds because I think that he is worth more than that. I sure, think that he sure. has done enough in his couple of seasons here to prove that he is your starter. Is that? But is part of that too? It's it's obviously not nearly to mm-hmm. to the running back position, but I feel like there's no real middle class for safeties. Either. No, it's not. You yeah. either get paid the huge contract mm-hmm. or you're on what what seems like a, a bargain type deal. Safety isn't a sexy position unless you're playing a position where you're generating a ton of turnovers. Hence the reason why we talk about Mika the way we do and people talk about Edmonds the way that they do. Yeah. Absolutely. The guys that create splash plays, it's like, yeah, that you love them. But at the same time, you still need the other guy that does the dirty work, you know? And a lot of people just they overlook that that duality, that that yeah, context yeah. like that. You just get solely enamored on this part that you forget about that part. But for every step, you need a Draymond. You you need a guy that's gonna do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality yeah, of it. Absolutely. So so when I look at Minka, I'm like, Minka's the stuff, but Edmonds is the Draymond. He does the dirty stuff. He does the stuff that doesn't get talked about, that isn't as glamorous, that doesn't get you paid crazy amount, but you have to have that player you have out those there. Guys to win. You gotta have them. Yeah. Absolutely. I got uh, another Edmonds-related question mm-hmm. for Motsi, but first here, let's look at some of these tweets. A reminder, if you're just joining us, if maybe you missed the uh, the top of the hour, the top of the show, in our final segment of the day at 1 o'clock, we're going to hear from Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert live at Heinz Field, their pre-conference, uh, pre, sorry, pre-draft press conference. It's a mouthful. Say that five times. <laughs> pre-draft press conference. Uh, their annual NFL draft uh, press conference before they leave for Las Vegas. Uh, Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert will be speaking at 1 o'clock. We'll bring that to you live here at SNR, so make sure you're getting your tweets in now because we might only have a minute or two in the in the final segment, um, depending on how long you know uh, Mr. Colbert and Mr. Tomlin decide to, uh, to stay at the microphone and entertain uh, the members of the Pittsburgh media. So Jonathan tweets us and says, Happy Draft Week, fellas. Finally, it's here, the week where either Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter becomes a Pittsburgh Steeler. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Arthur Motes, you know it's... You know, it's draft week for some. It's like Christmas. They just they want that present underneath the tree. I love it. Wallace uh, tweets us about Edmonds. He said, uh, Terrell Edmonds being solid at what he does helps Minka do what he does best. This division of labor probably hurts Edmonds' earning potential, but I'm glad he is back. No, without so a doubt, man. A, I mean, that's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. That's, you know, he's got to be the one who's. Doing the dirty work. Yeah, you got to be unselfish. Yeah. I mean, that's a part of it, man. Everybody has a role. Everybody has something that isn't as glamorous but is just as important. And for Edmonds, he just happens to play one of those positions that that is the case. Um, it's not the best for popularity. It's not the best for, you know, people's opinion of him. But people like me that, you know, just respect the pure part of just mm-hmm. football, not business, not anything else, you respect what Edmonds brings to that table because what he allows Mika to do. I mean, he's just a piece of the puzzle, man. I completely agree. No. Okay, you need every every team that's successful, every championship-winning yeah. team has those type of guys. Uh, Steelers fan since 92 tweets us and says, also, finally, it's draft week. Uh, you guys are excited out there. It is the draft week. At pick 20, what player – uh, would have you surprised? What player would have you shocked if the Steelers pick him? Pick 20? Mm. Kyle Hamilton. Because <laughs> they just re-signed Edmonds, and I don't think he's going to be there. Well, if he's there, I think they'll take him. 2.5 is not, not starting that's, that's money. That's true. Yeah, 2.5 But what is... if he's there and, like, one of the wide receivers falls down the board? 
Olave's there. Which position you feel like you already have proven players at, though? Both. But I need more wide receivers still. But you already got two proven one. wide receivers, and you could play big ball with safeties. your tight ends as well. Yeah, two proven safeties. But not everybody feels the same way about Edmonds, though. They better. But not everybody feels the same way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. The same way everybody wanted Matthew here because it's like, okay. Well, do you think the Steelers feel that way, though? I think to an extent, yes, which is why they only gave him $2.5 million. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if they were to the point where they weren't considering drafting anybody or weren't considering bringing in anybody else, I think that his number would be a little bit higher. Maybe it's 4.5. Right. 2.5, that's not a lot of money for a starting safety in the league. That's, that's all true. I'm saying. So that's why I feel like if Cal Hamilton were there versus an Alave, I think that they would strongly consider the Cal Hamilton part. Now, I can't make a definitive statement that, hey, they would definitely go this over that, but I can see them making a case that they would still feel that safety is more of a hole than receiver when they're saying, hey, we're going to have Chase and we're going to have Deontay out there. If those are our guys, they won. If you're at, well, and it's hard to put the apples to apples just because Mika is a superstar. Because yes. I was going to say, like, if you're looking at Minka and Edmonds versus... He's one of the best in the these, world at yeah, what he versus does. Versus Deontay yeah. and Chase, it's like, all right, because Minka is Minka. But if Minka was not all the way Minka, and he was just a really, really good player... Sure, sure. You're going to feel more confident in the Deontay and Chase element versus the Edmonds. That's fair. And that's, that's, and, fair. And that's yeah. the only reason why I think, you know, that they would strongly consider it. I personally would much rather they go wide receiver as well because, hey, man, the recipe for success is stack up the defense and get as much talent as you can around these quarterbacks yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. So that would be my approach as well. But, man, who would I be surprised? I'd be surprised if – you know what? I'd be surprised if one of the big three quarterbacks are on the board at 20 and they do not select them. There we go. Now that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, if one of the quarterbacks are available for the Pittsburgh Steelers and they one. choose not to select them. I like that. Whoever that person is, that's what's going to surprise me. I like that one. In terms of shocked – if they trade into the top 10, I'd be shocked. Yeah, it would be a lot to shock. You know what would surprise me, too? For some reason, I, I keep thinking there's a chance that they could take one of these corners at pick 20. Mm. Like, not Stingley Jr. or Sauce, mm-hmm. but what if one of the other guys ends up coming down the— you know, um, uh, one of Andrew the boys, Booth. Yep, He's another guy. Yep, um, Clemson guy, yeah. a Washington guy. I'm, mm-hmm. McDuffie. N- McDuffie. Yeah. Names are escaping me right now for some reason. Um, but, yeah, that would— that would surprise me. I keep, I feel like that's a, that's a that's a possibility. I mean, hey, anything's a possibility. Now, Actually, now, 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 now you really wanted to tap into that corner market. You know, hey man, uh, that's what I that's what I mean. I know that that would have quite a reaction for <laughs> yeah. the show. Um, you know what actually would would shock and surprise me both is mm-hmm. if they took an, an interior offensive lineman at pick twenty, just because with what they've done in free O-line agency. O line in general, if yeah. they take O line in general at twenty, I'd be shocked because where which, which position are you moving the starter out of? You take a left tackle, you're creating competition. At exactly, best. yeah, yeah, and I mean, unless like unless like an Evan Neal falls, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Conquo ain't going to be there. Trying to think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the just, offensive line at twenty yeah, at this any, point any would surprise lineman, me, which yeah. is hilarious because all season all we talked about was offensive line, right. first round, offensive line, first round. But we also said they could have went two ways with that approach this offseason: free agency or the draft. They chose free agency. That is very clear. That's very so clear. that's why I'm like, yo, y'all better not touch O line at twenty, man. <laughs> uh, T.J. Watt fan says it's draft week. I mean, you guys all about draft week. I mean, is Santa coming down the chimney? Hey, he's kind of like no, that. I'm excited too. Time, uh, he says, time to grab me a little Malik Willis and George Pickens. Hey, I think I a lot like of George, people, man. A lot of people would sign up for those. I ain't gonna lie, man. My sneaky receiver though is Justin Ross. 
from Clemson. You watch him last year, eh, he's mid. You watch him the year prior with Trevor Lawrence, it's that loud. I like it a lot. That's all I'm saying, man. You are a jabroni. You are a, a jabroni. Randy tweets us, happy, happy draft week, fellas. Happy to have Edmonds back. Uh, he's like what Ryan Clark was to Paul Amalu doing all the mm-hmm. dirty work. I definitely respect his game. Sensei tweets us, uh, I think Edmonds, um, that's, a, that's a cheap deal for Edmonds. I think he's going to play big this upcoming year. Uh, maybe there was a discussion behind closed doors about next year. I don't know. Do those type of things really happen? Like the, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is, you know, 2.5 is too little to be playing you this year. But if you stay healthy and you have a really good year, I will take care of you on the back end. Do those conversations really happen? Honestly, yes. That was my conversation when I came over here. Coach Tomlin told me verbatim, if you come here, I want you to switch positions. And I need you to take a vet minimal. But if you do that and it works out, we will take care of you the next offseason. I was very skeptical at the moment, but at the time I was like, it made the most sense. And then that following offseason, I was really skeptical the first couple of months of the offseason. I was like, oh, you, 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 you. Beep, 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 beep. And then it was like, oh, okay, you remembered your promise. Huh, promise fulfilled. Okay, 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 you're my favorite now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that conversation has happened before, man. But I've also, and like I said, my conversation had worked out, but I am. I do have friends that have had similar conversations, and they were not as, um, you know, happy of Honorable. an ending. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that, that does happen, so you're though. you're saying everybody across the NFL doesn't have integrity, Arthur Moses? Hey, man. Some of these organizations don't have integrity? No, no, no. They, they hit you with the new information. You know, it, 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 hey, di- different circumstances well, all of sure. a sudden. Yeah, you know, this change. popped up, this changed, you things know? Change. Yeah, so, so but in my situation, I, I can attest to that actually happening. And it sounded crazy at the moment. I'm literally, man, looking at my wife. She's pregnant. And I got two other, like, offers, like, legit money yeah. offers on the table yeah. for more. So you bet on yourself is what you're telling me. Yeah, it worked out. But, ah, yeah, it was definitely you. one of them crazy convos. Good for you. Hey, love. Um, hey, babe. I'm going to do a vet minimum? Hey, um, I know I just came off of this amount of money. Mike Tomlin told me. And, and I'm going to switch positions. Ha! <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Are we good, babe? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Ooh, to be a fly on the wall for that yeah, conversation. Yeah, it, it, it was very, uh, yeah, unsettling. Funny thing, though, my mother-in-law, who actually lives out here, it's not her birthday today, too, by the way. Happy Ooh, birthday, mother-in-law. Shout out, mother-in-law. But uh, she was actually there. I think that kind of eased it, you know, made, made wifey a little more understanding in the moment. Hey, you yeah. got to love those mother-in-laws. Absolutely, absolutely, because I was definitely <laughs> nervous. I was like, oh, this is going to go over oh, great. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> We're going to take less money, switch positions, and move. <laughs> Motsi, we got like uh, 60 seconds here before we got to go to break and get to Mr. Carter. Steel City Champs says, uh, wants to know what can Edmonds do to build his value this season? Is it as simple as more splash plays? That's it. Just yeah. more splash plays. Trust me on this, man. To me, I think that he's done a phenomenal job in terms of being available, showing that he can tackle, being a leader on that defense, being a consistent player on that defense. But to get him more money, he needs more splash plays. It's kind of like outside linebacker in the sense of you don't pay elite run stuffers at outside linebacker. You pay elite pass rushers. Mm -hmm. The guys with more sacks get more money. The guys that are great against the run and got a handful of sacks, they don't get paid that much. That's just the reality of it, baby. We'll talk to our buddy Chris Carter.
around the corner as we continue to get ready for draft day. A reminder, about a half an hour from now, 1 o'clock here on SNR, we'll hear from Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert as well. So plenty to get to. Don't you dare go anywhere. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.